We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oregon football just landed another major commitment in the 2024 class, and we're going to break it all down on today's episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. And we're back like we never left. Oregon fans, what's going on? How we living? Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. I'm your host, Max Torres. Excited to have you guys along for another awesome episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. It is Saturday, May 20th, 2023. And man, big news on the recruiting trail for Dan Lanning and the Oregon Ducks as 2024 Baltimore, Maryland, St. Francis Academy quarterback Michael Van Buren has committed to the Oregon Ducks. A massive pickup for Dan Lanning, Will Stein, and the rest of the Oregon coaching staff. And this was a commitment that really I think had been in the works for quite a while, right? You know, there was all the buzz around Oregon and then Penn State was previously thought to be the perceived leader in this recruitment. So we're going to kind of peel back the curtain, peel back the layers in this recruitment and talk about what this huge addition means for Oregon here in the 2024 recruiting class. So we're going to talk about the recruiting impact. We're going to get into some eval. And then of course, we're going to talk about what's next for the Ducks on the recruiting trail. So I think just starting things off, this is a, a major addition because of simply the caliber of player that you're talking about here. Michael Van Buren, according to the 247 Sports Composite, he's listed as a four-star recruit, 0.9412, ranked the number 129 player nationally, the number 11 quarterback, and the number three recruit in the state of Maryland. And then Van Buren, I think one thing you have to know is that he is a little bit of a smaller quarterback. You know, I think that the, the physical frame is obviously a very important trait or important, you know, aspect to evaluate when you're talking about recruiting, specifically with the quarterback position. Um, but I think there's obviously a tremendous amount of upside here and you're getting a really high level player. But, you know, as with any player, you're probably going to find some guys here or there uh, that, that maybe, you know, tend to harp on the height and uh, you know his physical makeup, he's listed uh, at 5'11", 5'11 and a half, 185 pounds. But clearly, he knows what he's doing because he is an Under Armour All-American recruit. And I think when you're talking about quarterbacks, specifically in the 2024 recruiting class, if you can go out and land yourself uh, you know, a, a pretty high-end quarterback, a high-end signal caller, 
in a relatively thin class. I've said it a couple times. This is a relatively thin class at quarterback compared to 2023. If you can go out and get a high-end quarterback, I think you're setting yourself up for success um, you know, in the long run. And it's definitely uh, a very you know impactful addition for any program. But the story with Michael Van Buren, he chose Oregon from a top three that also consisted of Penn State and Maryland. Penn State was the perceived leader, but two trips out to Eugene during the spring really shook up this recruitment. That second trip, of course, coming uh, during the spring game, Oregon's annual spring game, and then that parlayed into the Elite 11 Eugene Regional, which Van Buren was a standout performer at. Believe he took home the crown in the pro day result, uh, the pro day um, event, pro day portion of the Elite 11 on that day. So the the urgency that that Oregon attacked this recruitment with, I think, really really paid off. And you know, obviously, you have the dynamic between him and Luke Moga. You now have two quarterbacks in the fold. We'll get into that a little bit later, um, but. This is really, I think, the perfect time to, to get your quarterback, right? To, to get it as you're kind of starting to turn the page, going into the summer. Uh, and, you know, some really big targets are still on, uh, on the board for Oregon, still uncommitted as the Ducks find themselves going toe-to-toe with some of the best programs in all of college football. So one of the big takeaways here is that this wraps up the quarterback class for Oregon here in 2024. Now you have two quarterbacks in the fold. Of course, they are just verbal commitments right now. So I know a lot of people that maybe aren't super into recruiting like I am are going to say, oh, this, this this commitment doesn't mean anything. You know, there's still so much time. Talk to me when they sign. But if you follow recruiting, you know that verbal commitments are still very important. And specifically at the quarterback position, I think that they are probably one of the one of the positions that tends to stay more locked in. Maybe you're a little bit less likely to see a major shakeup unless something happens, you know. Um, you know, anything can happen between now and uh, the early signing period in December. But uh, I know that Luke Moga, I just covered him out in, in Phoenix, going to have some content rolling out from that trip. Uh, I just got back. Um, so I'm going to be rolling some stuff out there uh, with Moga to talk a little bit more about his recruitment and what I think the Ducks are getting with Moga. But the fact that you have two signal callers in the fold is really, really good because those are obviously two of the most important guys in this recruiting class for Oregon. Uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit more about, you know, where this leaves Oregon's quarterback room moving forward. But I think to, to be able to wrap up your quarterback position heading into the summer with two quarterbacks, that's the position you want to find yourself in if you're Will Stein and the rest of this Oregon coaching staff, because you can kind of breathe easy. You know, you got to still recruit them obviously, but you have them committed and they can go out and recruit for you, you know, recruit for the team, right? That's what Moga was doing ever since he committed, uh, you know, the day before the spring game, he was a vocal recruiter of Van Buren um, ever since he committed. And I think I said this, you know, earlier on when it really looked like Oregon was getting some clarity at the quarterback spot, I thought that Van Buren was kind of going to be one of those guys, you know, at least compared to Moga um, who was, you know, kind of a, uh, you know, a newer riser in the recruiting ranks, right? I think that Van Buren is the guy who is more of a national name, um, you know, very involved with, you know, seven on seven. Uh, they play a national schedule at St. Francis. So he's a little bit more of a caliber of quarterback that's going to be a needle mover. And I think is going to help Oregon 
really attract some top, top end talent. You're still going after some really good wide receivers. You're going after uh, Dylan Gresham, who's scheduled to make his commitment on Monday. He's going to be choosing from Oregon, Arizona, and Washington. You're also going after Jeremiah McClellan out of St. Louis Christian Brothers. I think he's the name that Oregon's really going to go all in on. Uh, we know that the state of Missouri has really been um, you know, producing more guys year to year, and no one's recognizing that perhaps more than Dan Lanning, who's from the state of Missouri. So he's well aware going after Jeremiah McClellan, Williams, Nawanery, the number one D lineman in 2024, also out of Missouri. So Jeremiah McClellan is another name that you got to watch uh, at, at wide receiver. Ryan Pelham out of Long Beach Milliken. Um, you also have to look at James Madison II out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, St. Thomas Aquinas. Um, and then you also have to look at Terry Bussey. Uh, he's the number one athlete in the 2024 class out of Texas. So that's another name that I know Oregon's going to be trying to make a move with. Uh, looks like they're going to be able to get him up on campus next month. So there's still some more big, big pieces already, you know, still rather, that the Ducks would love to add to this class. You already have Jordan Anderson. You already have Tysier Denmark. And then, you, you know, a couple, couple offensive linemen, but you're still looking to get Brandon Baker, right? That's the big name along the offensive line. Um, so there's still plenty of pieces out there. And then having two quarterbacks in the fold is really going to help you, I think, sell your offensive vision. You know, Will Stein is going to be able to go into these meetings with recruits and just say, hey, you know, this is this is our plan. We're going to have, uh, you know, Michael in the fold running the show. We're going to have Luke, you know, running the show. So I think it just makes Oregon, the point I'm trying to make, that much more appealing of a destination. So now we're going to go ahead and get into some eval, talk about what kind of a player the Ducks are getting. And um, I'm going to call in on a little bit for a little bit of an assist here um, with this eval. And I'm going to read an evaluation from one of the top guys in the industry. And that is uh, Andrew Ivins. He's the director of scouting at 247 Sports, and he does a great job. So I'm just going to go ahead and read his evaluation, uh, which came, you know, just four days ago. So um, just wanted to make sure, you know, I'm putting it out there. This isn't my thoughts, but I'm going to read it and then go ahead and, and talk about what I think about it. So again, this coming from Andrew Ivins about Michael Van Buren. Ivan says, a battle-tested prep quarterback that has helped guide St. Francis Academy to two straight top 10 finishes in the max preps top 25 while playing a national schedule explosive lower half allows him to evade pressure and create both inside and outside of the pocket can generate plenty of velocity with a smooth stroke and consistently hits his spot hit his spots with pace especially when looking to attack the middle depth of the field came up big as a junior on the road against a DeSoto squad that went on to win a Texas 6a division two state title as he completed 13 of 20 pass attempts for 205 yards and three touchdowns has shown that he can connect on some deep shots, but not exactly a strength of his game and is prone to take some risks should be viewed as a dynamic signal caller that can coordinate RPOs and throw with some confidence on the move owns valuable leadership qualities, but must be a better decision maker and field reader. If he wants to reach his full potential below average measurables won't be for everybody, won't be for everyone, but has some of the skills required to win at the power five level. So a lot of the, you know, same kind of things that, you know, I've been telling you guys, right. I talked about how, you know, he's a little bit of a smaller quarterback, uh, certainly compared to Moga, who's, you know, six two, 200 pounds. Um, you know, the staff was kind of using the Bo Nix, uh, 
comparison for Luke Moga when they were recruiting him. So while he's not the same physical build as Luke Moga, I think that I really like Michael Van Buren as a prospect. I think that Moga is the better athlete, but I think that if you're looking for a quarterback that maybe has more polish, a little bit more of a refined skill set, I think that Van Buren is your guy. So you're really kind of getting the best of both worlds here if you're Will Stein when you're looking at these two quarterbacks that are committed now in Moga and Van Buren. And I think you're really setting yourself up to, to have some success down the line here. Um, you know, maybe Moga needs a little bit more work, but I think he, you know, I was talking to his coach and he was saying that he's just, he's hardly not even close. Matter of fact, to scratching his ceiling, um, versus Van Buren, you're definitely getting a more developed guy, uh, because he's probably more familiar with the position. You know, Moga didn't play tackle football until freshman year of high school and Moga, um, you know, his junior year was his first full-time year as the starter. And, you know, look how well he did all these schools hopped in. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy with Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketplace platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. It's okay if you don't know much about marketing. Constant Contact's writing assistant tools and automation features help you craft messaging and say the right things at the right time. I use this to help write and send my email newsletters, and you should too. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. And then Van Buren, you know, he's playing a national schedule, a national powerhouse. He's going to have really good coaching, go against top-tier talent. So he's battle-tested for sure. I think that's a good thing that uh, Andrew Ivins, you know, noted there. Um, so so with Van Buren, you know, he's, he's not necessarily a burner with his legs, but he's certainly capable of taking what the defense gives him, like Ivins mentioned in the, the RPO game. And uh, being able to be athletic and quick and mobile enough, as you can see here, to, to you know get you some good explosive plays. You know he's not going to be necessarily a guy that you draw up a ton of RPO plays or you know just straight up keepers for. But if you leave the middle of the field open and everyone's dropping back, I think Van Buren can definitely make you pay with his feet as well, which is really what we're seeing on the tape, uh, which we have going here. If you're watching on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Torres, make sure to hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. So I think that Van Buren is, is, you know, it's the type of guy that, that Oregon wanted, you know, he, he was 
really their guy, maybe even in the background a little bit, you know, Penn state was the leader, but Oregon just kept chugging away in this recruitment. And we kind of knew that Moga and Van Buren were the two guys that they were really kind of honing their focus in on here in the 2024 class. And the only quarterback that was ranked higher than Michael Van Buren that wasn't committed, um, you know, up until his commitment now, right. Is Elijah Brown at a Santa Ana modern day. So you're just getting a really quality high caliber guy, um, and certainly at a major position of need here, right, with uh, Bo Nix entering his final year of eligibility at Oregon. So now you're heading into 2024. We can kind of, you know, transition this a little bit into his outlook, uh, roster outlook at Oregon. You're heading into the 2024 season with Ty Thompson, who's, I think, entering a major prove-it year for Oregon. Um, you know, even though he's, you know, he's viewed as the the primary backup to Bo Nix, you know, he he's, if you're looking at 2024, I think that he would probably want to be the guy, right? But in case it doesn't pan out, you also have Austin Novosad from the 2023 class. He got to go through spring ball and was an early enrollee as well. And you also have Moga and Michael Van Buren. So you're definitely giving yourself more options if you're Will Stein, Dan Lanning, and the rest of this Oregon coaching staff. But, you know, I think that in today's era of the transfer portal, you can never rule out the, the very real possibility that, you know, there's going to be some really good options in the transfer portal and, you know, it, and I, I'm not saying this is going to happen or that I want it to happen, but it's a possibility you have to prepare yourself for. If Ty Thompson isn't the guy at that point, don't be surprised if Oregon goes back to the transfer portal because you don't want to be relying on three very young and very inexperienced guys at that point to lead your team. So that being said, I think that Oregon's quarterback room is going to have plenty of healthy competition and you have a lot of really, really good players to choose from. So now we can kind of go into... A little bit about Will Stein. I think that was another point I wanted to hit on. You know, he's been on the Oregon coaching staff for just about five months, maybe five and a half months, and he's landed three quarterbacks. Um, you know, you got Austin Novosad, who he flipped within a week of being hired. And I think people might forget, you know, Austin Novosad was committed to Baylor for, I think, well over a year. And then you had big programs coming after him. You had Ohio State, you had Notre Dame, you had Texas A&M. They all came calling for Austin Novosad, and he wouldn't budge at all. Will Stein gets hired, joins that Oregon staff, like clockwork. So huge props to Will Stein for getting Novosad on on uh, on board in the 23 class. And then since then, he's only continued to elevate himself and his profile as a recruiter. Uh, you know, showing that faith in Moga. I think Oregon was one of the earlier offers in that recruitment, and then a lot of big time schools came calling. You know, Miami. Uh, TCU was also in the mix there. Arizona State was also a threat at one point. And then you go and you go get a national guy all the way across the country from Baltimore. And I think that those commitments, all three of them are a tremendous vote of confidence in what Will Stein is going to be able to do as a recruiter, as a coach, and as, you know, the, the orchestrator, uh, you know, the brains behind the Oregon offense. So I think that all of those things factor into it. And I think that you know, Will Stein's doing all the right things without even have coaching his having coached his first game at Oregon. So, you know, Oregon's class still ranked number seven right now. But like I said, I think that they're really knocking on the door to, you know, maybe even get to that top five territory would not be surprised if Oregon was in the top five nationally sooner rather than later. Um, and, uh, you know, they're still tops in the pack 12 and they're continuing to be a recruiting powerhouse as they have been. And as they will continue to be really, as long as they have a head coach that emphasizes the importance of recruiting.
So now that Van Buren's in the fold, what is next for Oregon football recruiting? Looks like they're probably done in the portal following the commitments of Gary Bryant Jr., the USC wide receiver transfer, Nishad Strouther, the East Carolina offensive line transferred. Looks like he's going to be playing some guard based on his previous experience. And then also Nico Reed coming over from Colorado, a talented cornerback that reunites with Demetrius Martin once again. We all know what happened the last time Oregon got a Colorado cornerback transfer. So there's certainly plenty of reason for optimism there. But the staff's done a tremendous job, in my opinion, of identifying areas of need ahead of the 2023 season, you know, filling those needs. And then those last three guys that I just mentioned, important to reiterate here, I don't think any of those guys were absolutely pressing needs. I think their positions were probably positions of need, wide receiver, corner, and offensive line, you know, rank that how you want to. But those guys were all luxury additions. You know, Oregon wanted all those guys, of course, but if they didn't get them, I think they would have been in okay shape. And now it just shows, again, the urgency that Dan Lenny and his staff are attacking recruiting with, whether that's at the high school ranks, whether that's at the transfer portal ranks. So loving what I'm seeing from that coaching staff. But now we got to turn our attention to what's next in the 2024 recruiting class. And that there's one massive name that has all of the attention of the Oregon staff and the Oregon fan base right now. And that is 2024 Durant, Oklahoma defensive lineman, Zadavian Sims. Zadavian Sims is set to make his college commitment on Saturday as well. Uh, trying to pull up his uh, details right now, um, just so that you guys can you know tune into it and, and watch it if you want. Uh, he is supposed to make his college commitment on May 20th at one or no, sorry, at, 145 Pacific time. Um, I'm doing a little bit of math right now. Okay, yeah. So 345 Central time makes it 145 uh, p.m. Pacific time. That is a decision and announcement that you can watch over on the 247 Sports YouTube channel. Uh, he's going to be announcing at the C4, you know, Pro Day Spring Showcase. Defensive lineman, six foot three, 275 pounds. You know, number one, number two player in Oklahoma, one of the best talents that that state has to offer and a major priority for the Ducks here on the defensive line. Oregon already has commitments from Tione Gray, a big six foot six, near 300 pound defensive lineman from Hazelwood Central out in Florissant, Missouri. Ducks and Dan Lanning flipped him from the Missouri Tigers last month. And then Jackson Jones from Yuma Catholic out in Arizona. He's a talented edge rusher that the Ducks flipped from Washington not too long ago. So all eyes are now on Zadavian Sims. He's going to be making his commitment from a top five of Oklahoma, Oregon, Vanderbilt, TCU, and Michigan State. I love where the Ducks stand in that recruitment, and I would not be surprised at all. I think that Zadavian Sims is going to end up a Duck when all is said and done. He did set his official visit to Michigan State on Friday, which I think raised a lot of eyebrows but I still think that the Ducks are in the driver's seat there. I like Oregon for Zadavian Sims on Saturday. So with all that being said, that would be a massive addition, but there's another name that definitely deserves some mention and some consideration here, and that's 2024 San Jacinto, California wide receiver Dylan Gresham. Dylan Gresham has really been a priority for this Oregon staff for a majority of the spring. Um, I think that the wide receiver picture got a little bit um, you know, hazy, if you will, 
foggy with all that buzz around Aaron Butler, the Calabasas wide receiver, also out of Southern California. He's since committed to Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes. Not really a move that surprised me. There's the NFL connection between Deion and uh, Butler's father. So that definitely played a role in that commitment. But every time I talk to Aaron, you know, the, the hype around Colorado and, and, you know, just going against Cormani McLean and Travis Hunter, things like that really appealed to him. So Dylan Gresham, he's going to be making his college commitment on Monday, May 22nd. I believe it's at 9 a.m. Pacific. He'll be choosing from Oregon, Washington, and Arizona. And Ducks Digest, a.k.a. yours truly, will be there with boots on the ground coverage out in San Jacinto. Hopefully going to be able to do a little bit of live stream like I did with Roderick Pleasant, but you never know with Wi-Fi and what's going to be happening there. But I made my prediction for Oregon to land uh, Dylan Gresham uh, a couple days ago. So I really like where Junior Adams and the Ducks stand there. He's really solidified himself as one of the best recruiters in the Pac-12 and really nationally uh, already getting, you know, Tyser Denmark, Jordan Anderson, Jurion Dickey, Ashton Cozart, Gary Bryant Jr., uh, you know, so many guys. Uh, ahead of the the 2023 season, you know, just done a phenomenal job on the recruiting trail for Oregon and Dan Lanning. So that's kind of what's next for Oregon. Huge, huge commitment from Baltimore, Maryland, St. Francis Academy quarterback Michael Van Buren. Another Under Armour All-American is headed to Eugene to play his college football. The Ducks wrap up the quarterback position, heading, heading into one of the most pivotal parts of the recruiting calendar. That's the summer months. You got OVs. You got a lot of guys, a lot of top targets that are looking to wrap up their recruitments before their senior season so they can just focus on ball. Love this addition for Dan Lanning and the Ducks. And it is a massive one that I think could really send ripple effects throughout the rest of the country and really help Oregon pick up some serious steam here in the 2024 recruiting class. Before I get out of here, you guys, do me a favor and lock in with me on social media at Sports on Twitter and Instagram at Oregon Football Max Taurus on YouTube. Really enjoyed, you know, doing what I do and can't thank you guys enough for your support. Hit hit 10,000 followers over on Twitter the other day, which was just bananas. Uh, you know, that, that many people want to, you know, follow what's going on here. And I love covering recruiting. I might start saying it every episode, but if you didn't know already, if you want Oregon football recruiting, I am your guy. So with all that being said, thank you guys so much for taking some time out of your day to talk some ball with me, talk some ducks talk some recruiting, and we will catch you in the next episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast.